Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. This is Cliff Mertens. Youth sports in America are huge, and with those young athletes comes parents and their influence. Dr. Eric Warren, medical director of Novant Health Sports Medicine, grew up as an athlete. He treats young athletes for a living, and he himself is a sport parent. In today's podcast, Dr. Warren will discuss some things parents can do to help their young athletes flourish, and some tips about other things they should avoid doing. You can find stories like this and hundreds of others by searching Novant Health and Healthy Headlines. Thank you for listening. Dr. Warren, talk about the importance of, of appreciating your, your child's athletic efforts, not so much worrying about their results, winning, losing, playing time, the number of points you scored, things like that. What should parents really concentrate on? Well, I think the end result you've hit on it is probably the biggest thing. So very few kids go from high school football, for example, to college football. It's only about 6%. And roughly only 1% or 2% in college are going to make it to the NFL. So in football, for example, that's a very tiny number. The odds are your kids are going to play at the level they're at, and that's maybe it for them. What they take from that, from a character development standpoint, from learning how to work in a team, from how to overcome adversity, that's going to be by far and away the most important thing on top of the physical activity benefit. And so to realize that in the big picture of your kid's life, that you're trying to prepare them to be productive, happy, healthy, whole members of society later and not necessarily get into the next level. They may. Odds are against it. And to realize that. Dr. Warren, how should you handle your child being sidelined with an injury? And, you know, who best makes that call for them to return? Well, it really depends on what the injury is. So, for example, if it's a concussion, all 50 states have a law that they have to see a medical professional before they can go back. They can't go back that same day to practice or game play. If it's a muscular injury or musculoskeletal injury, really the things we look for are can they function in a relatively pain-free way. So if they can move that joint well, they've got good strength, they've got normal sensation, they might be able to go back in. But if they can't run or cut, if it's a knee or ankle injury, they can't function, they, they need to stay on the sidelines. Talk about parent behavior. What should a parent do and how should they behave in the stands as a spectator? I think it would surprise parents how much their kids pick up on from the stands, even though it feels maybe removed. So I would just be aware of that. Every child is different. Some will respond well. Uh, to encouragement and, and cheering from the stands. Other will want their parents to be silent bystanders. But just to be aware that your kids pick up on much more than you think they do. I hear that in my office all the time. You see, you've seen athletics, you've had coaches as a former athlete and you are a coach, you said. What are some of the best tips parents can use to deal with their child's coach? I think realizing that coaches are doing probably the best they can. In most every instance, the coaches I know are, are doing the best that they can. That's certainly true for me and the softball teams that I help coach. There's a lot of factors that go into who gets to play and who doesn't, whether or not the child's performed well recently, how you want to save them maybe for an upcoming game, if they've told you something in the dugout or on the sidelines. There's a lot of things coaches are managing. And so it's easy to judge from the sidelines, but to give coaches a little bit of grace to realize that they're managing a lot of different things and probably doing the best they can. 
Let's talk about um, year-round athletes. It's, it's very common these days. If you play a sport, you play it year-round, fall ball, summer basketball. What sort of things should parents be wary of injury-wise if their athlete is playing the same sport year-round? Overuse and things like that. Well, I think one of the things parents need to be aware of is that our bodies aren't designed to do the same activity year round. So we do tell kids and we tell parents nine months is about the limit, especially while they're growing for doing the same sport. And even when they're adults, you'll see very accomplished athletes, championship marathon runners who will take a few weeks off of a big race to allow their bodies a chance to heal. So we do need those breaks. So I tell parents nine months is generally fine three months they need to do a different activity doesn't mean they're sitting on a couch but they need to do something different those joints don't need that degree of stress 12 months out of the year what's the benefit of switching over and playing a different sport or doing a different activity what's the benefit to them physically well you're going to stress a joint differently you're going to allow for different cardiovascular fitness um, approaches depending on what the sport is but especially when kids are growing, they have open growth plates that are vulnerable to injury and they cannot take 12 months of the same repetitive motion and activity. Our bodies were made to move, but they're also made to rest and kids' bodies are also made to grow and they need a chance to be able to have growth plates that aren't being stressed continuously. What about parents who try to live through their children athletically? I was a big football player, therefore you're gonna be a big football player, Johnny, and then pushing him the wrong way or false expectations for Johnny instead of letting him enjoy the sport. What sort of things would you say to parents who somehow want to relive their youth through their child? It's, it's fraught with danger. So you have to be really careful there. It may be that you and your child share the exact same interest and the exact same physical gift skill set so they can do the things that you did. But it's a lot of pressure to put on a kid and not all kids feel comfortable telling their parents, I, I don't want to play this sport or I don't want to play it to the degree that you want me to for as long as you want me to. The other extra danger it puts on there is kids get injured at some point. That's kind of a common theme with sports and activity. At some point they'll have an injury. Now, if that injury is sport ending, if it's career ending and you have a one dimensional relationship with your kid with a ton of pressure placed on them, that's a difficult thing to overcome and deal with. Because that's no longer, now you have a void, that's no longer the focal point of your relationship with them. Um, you've, made, you've made a relationship that's foundation is based off of a sport, for example. And I've seen this happen too frequently. And then that sport goes away because the kids' interests change or they're, they have an injury and they can't participate anymore. And it's difficult for parents and kids then to know what to do when their lives have been centered around one thing. It's a lot of pressure. The other thing I see heaped on kids sometimes is communities will be built around a sport. So the parents are traveling to away games. They're seeing the same parents there. All the friendships are built around that. And then the kid sometimes feels the extra pressure of continuing that because that's the family's life. Kids need the freedom to choose what they want to do. Dr. Warren, talk about the honesty that has to be involved between the parents and child. It, it's easy to heap a lot of praise on your child you want them to feel confident. So a lot of parents will cross over sometimes into false praise, you know. But I find, and I have found, kids know when they're not playing well and it's okay for them to be frustrated and disappointed and they're gonna have bad days, we all do, as, as athletes and just as people. But some people, as parents, continue to heap that false praise on uh, their child. What would you recommend they do? 
I think you've touched on it. I mean, honesty, I think, is the best approach because kids are incredibly perceptive. They know when we're not telling the truth to them. They know when they've not done well. And you want credibility when you heap praise on them so they trust you when you tell them something else. So if they just played terribly and you tell them that was a great game, the best I've ever seen you play, all of a sudden in their head they're thinking, well, can I trust the other things I'm hearing? Because we all know for a fact that wasn't true. And so just realize that, that they are remarkably perceptive and we need to be honest with them. I think they need a nurturing, fostering environment in their home, but they also need to know when objectively, hey, listen, you really played bad. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Here's some things we're going to work on together. I think they really appreciate that. Dr. Warren, as an adult now, when you look back, what lessons did you learn from sports that carried into your adulthood? A number of things. One is you don't get the opportunity as an adult to work within a team environment like you do when you're growing up. And that's an incredible thing, both for learning how to deal with different personalities, people from different socioeconomic backgrounds, for trying to move everyone to the same goal to achieve something. So those are great life lessons to take forward. Sports are also a relatively safe place to learn how to deal with adversity. So you'd much rather your kid learn in a healthy way how to deal with a loss, a failure, uh, maybe a bad call from an ump or a ref in that environment. And then they can take that and deal with later in life adversity that pops up that may not be their fault, that may be the result of someone else's decision. But sports are a good place for them to start with that, uh, getting that experience. And I think it also just shows kids an opportunity to to play and enjoy and have fun and to, to cut loose and be free. And it's hard sometimes in this day and age with all the pressures academically and socially with social media for them to have a, a realm, a home to do that. Hello, this is Cliff Mertens again. This season, Major League Baseball had a real cool advertising slogan, let the kids play. It was created to publicize the game's young stars, but it reminded me that all sports are essentially children's games designed at the most basic level to be fun. They should be fun, but it's easy to get caught up in your own child's athletic prowess. We've all seen examples of parents overreacting. I learned that the best things a sport parent can offer, support, encouragement, and love, are what I should be offering anyway, even if sports weren't involved. So step back, And let's all let the kids play. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to this and all the Novon Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen to us.